Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What's up, y'all, and welcome to the first film review of the new year. Exciting times. We're talking about Megan, first movie out the gate, killer dolls, jump scares, and what is this saying about culture? All right, let's talk about it. <laughs> If you're brand spanking new and you have no idea how you got here, hi, my name's Savannah. I am a content creator. TikTok is my platform of choice. I do create original content and I also repost TikTok videos on Instagram and I also have a YouTube channel. I basically just run my mouth and talk about things that I find are interesting about what's going on in our world, culture mainly, um, stuff like that. But once a week, I go to the movie theater and I do a film review on whatever I saw. And it's usually an instant reaction. And because TikTok only allows you to record three minutes in the app, I can only say so much. But I've been looking forward to this podcast relaunch. I've had this podcast platform for almost two years and I've taken many breaks. Not sure what I wanted to do with it. I don't know why I didn't come to the conclusion sooner because my thing was, I don't know what I could talk about every week. I literally do a film review on TikTok every single week. Every week I go to the movies. Why didn't I just, and, and I get frustrated every week because I can only say so much. I can talk as long as I want on here. I mean, I'm not going to bore you for two hours, but yeah, here we are. I, I feel like I'm in a groove. I feel like I'm finally at least on the right track to doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Does that make sense? But you didn't come here to listen to me talk about me, and I don't even like talking about me. You want to know about the movie I saw last night. So let's get into that. I saw Megan last night at an AMC theaters right outside of New Orleans, which is where I live, if you didn't know. New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, by the way, today is King's Day, January 6th. It's the first day of girl season which means i get king cake later today but that has nothing to do with what we're talking about i just wanted to tell y'all because i am so excited anyways back to megan i saw megan last night what is megan megan is a horror comedy kind of riding the coattails of chucky you know killer dolls and all that jazz this is about a little girl named katie played by violet mcgraw her parents just died and She's a sole survivor of this car crash and ends up living with her aunt Gemma, played by Allison Williams from the film Get Out, Jordan Peele movie. And Gemma doesn't know what to do. Gemma never anticipated being a parent. She wasn't really all that close with her niece or her sister who passed. She is a designer for a toy company. She's a nerd. She loves robotics, code. And she doesn't know what to do for her niece because her entire life her whole life her 
100% of her focus has been her career. And now she's having to shift gears a little bit and figure out what it means to care for another person who actually breeds. So she does what she knows how to do. She gives her niece a toy. She's working on this design called Megan and decides to use her niece as a guinea pig to kind of test it out. And it seems to do what she hoped it would do, which is to make make Katie happy, make her smile. She feels you know, connected. She's got a built-in best friend in this robot. Megan is super cool. She figures out everything about Katie. She can read her mood, her emotions. She can tell when her temperature's going up. She can tell when she's scared, when she's hurt, when she's crying. Like she has, it's, it's this machine that her aunt has designed that's constantly learning and that keeps on learning. But the problem with Megan is that she's a prototype. She's in testing and there are still some parameters that haven't been built in just yet. And we see this theme in a lot of different movies with respect to technology, especially when we're talking about the dangers of technology, that you can't control everything. I mean, this is a big theme in a lot of sci-fi films in general. I think about movies like Jurassic Park, where just because you can doesn't mean you should. I believe that was actually a line from Ian Malcolm in the film. You know, just because you can, you know, create dinosaurs and bring them back to life doesn't mean you should just because you can create a robot that mimics humanity and falls in love and takes care of whoever it pairs with doesn't mean you should but this movie was just so interesting is it any good i think that's the big question here is it any good now the performances in general nothing to cry home about or write home about I guess you could say I mean pretty standard even what I expect from a dump month movie but the movie as a whole is ridiculous but in the best way in In the best best way because this movie knows it's ridiculous it embraces its ridiculousness and runs with it it, it operates in the silliness of the concept and everything about it. Like it, like a movie, like, oh, the, the best horror movies. I mean, I've seen, I love horror in general. Scary movies are my thing. But some of the best horror movies are the ones that don't take itself too seriously. I think that's what makes a good horror movie, honestly, is a movie that knows it's, you know, it's out there and just runs with that. Uh, I think Scream. Honestly, that's kind of how I felt watching Scream, this, the most recent one, uh, Scream 5. I think my exact reaction was, that was so much fun. And I can say the same about Megan. That was so much fun. It wasn't just watching a movie. It was an experience. And I, I, guess, I guess you could say I got kind of lucky. I see most movies on a Thursday night. So the theater is usually almost empty. When I go, but there was a lot of people there on a Thursday night for this movie. I was very shocked. And I think that's honestly what made the experience that much richer, richer was having a crowd and everyone kind of feeding off of everyone else's reactions. And it it was like we were experiencing this together. It, It felt like being in a theater 
pre-pandemic. Like, this is what I love about the theater experience. It's not just being in the big screen, seeing the film the way it was meant to be seen with the surround sound, but it's being with others and having this universal experience where we're all enjoying, we're all complete strangers. We don't know each other from Adam. We don't even know what each other looks like because it's so dark, but we can hear each other. We can feel one another. And for an hour and a half to two hours, we're besties enjoying this experience with one another. And I think that's one of the things I loved about this movie is it brings people together in a theater in a way that a lot of films just don't know how to do anymore. It's an experience. It's so much fun. Is it worth a ticket? 100%. Do you hear me banging my desk? Don't miss out on this. This is not something that you wait for streaming. You need to experience this in a theater. And I highly recommend you go at a peak time when there's going to be a lot of people in the theater. There, this is going to be a, a full theater. Let me tell you, like I said, I go Thursday nights and usually on Thursday nights, the theater is basically empty. There were a lot of people there last night for this movie. This is going to be a moneymaker for sure. It'll be interesting to see the final numbers this coming Monday. But go at peak times when there's a, th- when there's a full theater. Don't wait for this to come on streaming. You're not going to get the best experience if you wait for this to come on streaming and you're watching it alone in your room. This is best experience with a full theater. I don't know how else to say it. So yes, absolutely 100%. It's a movie that doesn't take itself too seriously. Is it scary? I'd say it's more creepy than it is scary. It has moments that are a little chilling, but it's hilarious. It's goofy. It's, it's, oh, it was refreshing in a weird way about a killer doll, but it's such good fun. I love a great masterpiece of a film as much as anyone, but I love it when I go to the movies and I have a good time. And I had a great time last night. So highly recommend buy a ticket. It's a lot of fun. Is it good for your kids? It's it's PG-13 for a reason. So that wasn't the original intent. So when they were originally promoting this film, I think the original intent was, was for it to be an R-rated film. I mean, obviously, it's about a killer doll. However, the marketing for the film, the trailer went viral. Like, phenomenon-level viral. It was crazy. The reach, the the movie in the trailer and they realized okay we're probably gonna snag interest in places we weren't intending or we didn't think so they actually went back and they scaled back a little bit to make it pg-13 so there are definitely moments where you can see it's implied or they there was more but they took it away but it's not a distraction in the way a lot of films are i think about the movie till where it was intentionally violent less they just made it work it was an, it was an intention to not show any violence in the film and for me that was a distraction but not with this it didn't even bug me that I'm watching a horror movie and it's not blood, guts, and gore. It was just it was that much fun. I wasn't distracted by it all. And I love Carnage. So when I go see a killer doll movie, I'm expecting Carnage. There wasn't any of that here. I mean, people died. Don't get me wrong. But it wasn't in the fashion that we might be used to if you are a Chucky fan 
or a uh, Annabelle fan to that, that extent. extent. Make sense? I hope that, that makes sense. sense. So, so yeah, yeah, totally worth the ticket. Now, this film is an epic social commentary, and it's from the very beginning, this film has something to say, and that's the hidden gem with a lot of horror movies, and I've said this many times on my TikTok, but a lot of horror movies are social commentaries. They're saying something about the current culture, or and this is saying so much about not just technology, but the overabundance of technology in our culture, and how much we rely on technology to make us feel something. If you're a parent, you don't want to miss this, but Let's get into that. Look, look, what is this film saying? Let's, let's talk about that. So, the subtle genius of this movie is the very loud message that is intricately woven into the silly fabric of the film. It's very loud, but it's not overbearing in a sense it's it's not heavy-handed the message is the story and that's I feel like that's how it should be done if you're going to say something about culture that's basically what they did a message in the story instead of writing a story and then tossing in a message and hoping it catches the message here is very sarcastic in that you laugh at it because it's ridiculous but at the end of the day you don't realize they're talking about you Because this movie comes for everybody, for toddlers who spend way too much time on an iPad, parents who let their toddlers spend too much time on an iPad, to teenagers who spend way too much time on social media, and to adults who use technology to disengage with the rest of the world. Pretty often, I don't, I get on my phone as soon as I sit down to keep me from having to look at, talk to, or connect with anybody. When I first started going back to church in what, 2014, um, I greeters to talk to me. So what would I do? I would put my hood over my head, put my earbuds just to keep from having to connect with people. A lot of people are like that. And it used to be very select few people, people with certain personalities who just weren't really interested in engaging with human beings. But then the pandemic happened and we were so and it's in our nature as human beings to want to connect with others. But we didn't have that face to face connection like we used to have. All we had was technology. All we had was social media. So we use social media to connect with as many people and ended up creating these toxic parents relationships that have severely damaged our psyche so much so that now that we're back in the real world, we're back to connecting with everyone. We are still heavily depending on these parasocial relationships because we've forgotten what it means to connect with someone face to face. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. To build these relationships organically. That's kind of what this is about for Katie. Because Katie is just went through the biggest tragedy of her life. She just lost her parents. And now she's living with an aunt who doesn't know how to emotionally connect because her job is to help others emotionally disengage. That's her job at this toy company is to create toys that emotionally disengage children. Because here's the thing about toys, these technologically advanced toys that they create for kids, they're not creating them for kids. They're creating them for parents because parents want to distract their kids. You want five minutes. You need to do the laundry. You need to take a breath. You want to be able to eat something and not hide in the closet. That's parenthood, right? I mean, part of it anyway. And there are so many options right now that you can just Put your kid in front of a TV, put them in front of a tablet and distract them for 30 minutes, much longer than what natural play can do. Because natural play will keep them busy for what, maybe 10. But if you put Sesame Street on an iPad, they're good for 30 and you can get. And the film actually (laughs) sarcastically makes that point that you can give your kid the Megan doll and then you can get things done. You can do what really matters. You don't have to engage with your kid. You don't have to fill their emotional cup. You don't have to raise them. You don't have to teach them things. That's what technology is for. This over-dependence we have on technology to teach our kids how to read, how to write, their numbers, to teach them all these facts about the world. And then when we get back to trying to engage with our kids, your kids, because I don't have any, you're, you're at a loss. You're not sure because why is there distance? Well, you created it when you brought that thing into your home. That's the commentary here. Now, don't think I'm coming at you as a parent. Again, I'm not one. I'm just telling you what the film is telling you. The film is basically telling parents to be very wary of what you allow into your home, especially what you allow to be right in front of your children. Because technology isn't your friend. Technology isn't for you. Technology isn't here to make you better. Technology is here to distract you. And unfortunately for Gemma, she realizes it's too late because she introduced Megan to Katie, hopefully as a solution to her grief, thinking that Megan could fix things, could make Megan better. But she learns 
when she notices that when Megan and Katie are separated, Katie is consumed by her grief. She's acting out. She's violent. She's crass. She's disrespectful. And she's like, what's wrong with her? She thinks the doll is making her bad or she's making her making her off. No. Megan has been distracting Katie, keeping Katie from dealing with her grief, keeping Katie from sitting in. to keep ourselves from feeling whatever heavy emotions we're feeling because it's too hard and too tough to deal with. So she sees Katie acting out. She thinks Megan's done something. No, no, Megan hasn't done anything. She did it. She did it when she introduced that toy to her kid. She did it when she decided that the toy would be better off raising her child than her. Forgive me if you're a parent listening to this and that comes for you a little bit, but I know a lot of y'all are struggling trying to figure out what the balance is between having technology in your home and how much of it. What's appropriate? There's a young lady I follow on TikTok. Her name is Julie, and she makes TikTok, TikToks with her son. Her son just turned four, and he's an emotionally adjusted kid, it seems. He's hilarious. He's adorable, and he's very smart. He's well-spoken for his age, and she doesn't do any screen time with him. He doesn't have an iPad. At one point, she actually hands him an iPad, and he doesn't know what to do with it because he's never had one. So she doesn't do any screen time. They limit how much TV he watches. You know, she engages with him in play. You always see him in some kind of costume. It's kind of a running joke. For a long time, he was Farmer Jay. And we all knew this kid on social media as Farmer Jay. And she kind of lets his imagination kind of run with it. And that's how she's teaching her child to learn. And she gets so much flack for that, for not giving her kid an iPad, for not giving him any kind of screen time, for allowing the kid to just play. Like, People say, well, when he gets in school, he's not going to know what to do. An iPad is not hard. If a two-year-old can figure out an iPad, I'm sure a five-year-old in kindergarten can, fi- kindergarten can figure it out. You have adults who have never worked with any kind of touchscreen technology, and they figure it out. When our kid gets to school and he has to use a Chromebook or an iPad, he will figure it out. But so many parents have it in their heads and the film goes into this a little bit. It it taps into it just a second that they've deluded themselves into believing that they're giving their child these pieces of technology for their benefit, but they're actually causing more harm than good. That's the commentary here. When you give your child pieces of this technology, when you allow this kind of technology into your home, you're not just giving your child access to something, but you're allowing something to have access to your child. That's social media. That's the social media commentary. It's very subtle because Megan doesn't just represent things like an iPad or screen. She also represents social media. People who are lying in wait for your disconnected child ready to take over their life and separate you from your kid. There's there's a lot happening in this movie. And I think if you're a parent, I think it's worth watching. Not because you're doing something wrong, but I think as parents you're always wanting to make sure that you do the best for your kid and you're always wanting to find the best 
methods that work for your child because every kid is unique. And the thing about parenting is it doesn't come with a manual. There are no instructions. Okay, you didn't get a detailed list of what your kid was going to be like when baby popped out the womb. You had no idea what you were getting into. And truth be told, as wonderful as a parent as you are, and I know you are, if no one's told you, I'm telling you, mama, papa, you're doing good. You're doing good. You don't know what the hell you're doing. You're making it up as you go. And you're hoping, hoping, hoping that whatever it is you're doing is working. And now you have all these different resources at your disposal and companies telling you that this is the best thing for your child. But you're you're not always so sure. And I think this is a good movie, not so much to tell you that you're doing wrong, but maybe just to help you kind of re-examine it and laugh at it a little bit. And I think it also pays the way to open up these conversations. There's a lot to be said about our dependence on social media, especially these last couple of years with the pandemic, because kids were for kids were forced to disengage. They were forced to disengage. And while we are somewhat back to normal kids are in school they're doing activities like they were before i mean it's almost like none of it ever happened kids were crippled to the point where even though they can walk they still feel like they need crutches that's social that's social media they can talk to people make friends do all the things they were doing before but they don't know how to do that without tiktok they don't know how to do that without instagram It's not that they don't know how, they don't think they can. They think they need all of this extra technology in order to be human. I think this film is telling us a little bit about ourselves. That while the advancements of technology are very cool and fun to watch and see, a little distance has to be had and we have to protect ourselves and parents especially need to protect our children because like I said yes you're inviting this piece of technology into your home but with that piece of technology is a piece of the world that you didn't bargain for it and you didn't pay for but it comes for free the problem with Megan is Gemma thought she had control over this device you think you have control of the ipad you think you have control of your phone your kid's phone you think you have control of their gaming system the the thing with so much of our technology is it it learns us it reads us it figures us out if you're on tiktok you know that the algorithm is constantly reading you finding out what you're interested in and giving you those things you know you talk about toilet paper 15 feet away from your phone and next thing you know you're on Facebook and there's advertisements for toilet paper. You've given yourself access to the world not realizing what now has access to you. It is taking advantage of you. I don't know. I thought this was a clever way to kind of open up that conversation. I hope a lot of parents watch this and have that conversation. Again, I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong. I just think as a parent, you're always trying to figure something out. And you're always trying to figure out what the right thing is to do. And especially coming out of this pandemic where so much of their connection and mental health depended on technology. 
I know many parents, you don't want to say it out loud, but you're trying to figure out how do I get my kid to disengage with the device and re-engage with the world. I think seeing this movie with your kid can help jumpstart that conversation. I think it might help them to see themselves in a new light because I think a lot of us can see ourselves in Katie, this little girl who went through this great upheaval and is desperate to, to feel something good again and finds it in a piece of technology, not realizing that this technology has hindered her from really healing. But that's all. That's all I have to say about that. And that's it. That's all I've got to say about Megan. It's a ridiculous, campy, silly, goofy ride of a film that's best experienced in theaters and has a lot to say about our culture's dependence on technology and the damage it's potentially doing to our children. So go buy a ticket, go see it. Several people asked me about Chucky and how does this fall in line with other killer dolls? So you have Chucky, Dolly Dearest, Slappy, Annabelle, uh, The Boy. I think that genre in general, so, you know, evil killer dolls in conjunction with like evil children, just the manipulation of innocence it it throws us off it's scary it's off-putting that something so innocent could be so destructive does that make sense so i think this movie falls nicely into that subgenre but i think what megan has is more in line with what we got from irobot or jurassic park in the abuse and manipulation of technology to fill a void you know, just like Ian Malcolm, I believe he said in Jurassic Park or one of them, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Life will always find a way. And when you give an inanimate object life, it will find a way. But yeah, I thought it was fun. If you've seen it already, let me know what you thought. If you haven't seen it yet, but you're going to see it, tell me when. And when you get back, tell me what you thought. If you see this with your kids and it sparks conversations, I would love to know. What kind of conversations this spark amongst your friend groups, amongst your families? I think this is the kind of movie that really could just drive and push conversation. So. You can go to my Instagram, you can go to YouTube, leave a comment, let me know what you thought. Please give this podcast five stars to help the reach go other places. Thank you so much for listening. I love you very much and I will see you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.